Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you guys doing here? What are you doing here? Wait, are you doing a podcast right now? Welcome to the Robin Holly Show podcast. First and foremost, I want to talk about the album that is coming out. I need to know all the information about it. I need to know where were you? What were you thinking? What were you drinking when you guys decided all of this? Is a big question. Well, you we and it is song. up to you to where you would like to go. We wrote the album over, you know, the span of probably six months. Okay. And we recorded half of it. We re- we recorded it in two halves. Uh, we put the first half out last year yep. in the fall, and this is this the back seven. Um, we you know we. I feel like we've hit a. Um, a new level of songwriting craft. Um, and why do you think that is? I, like, how do you think? I don't know. I think probably just doing it enough. Yeah, okay. Prove it, man. I, I can't. That's just like your opinion, man. Um, <laughs> we, we wrote a lot of songs for it too. So this is the distilled best of the best, I think for this album. Um, no, no, we. All, I think also there's like a tapestry of of bringing the songs together and picking the ones that felt like they were of a similar vibe. Okay. Maybe not even necessarily the best song, but like what fits into this motif, and and it's the last resort, right? It's kind of like a place. And you're truly making because you're truly making like an album that you can because you guys actually have a really good knack for that, where you can listen it to a, from the beginning to the end, and every single song is good, but they all like seem to fit well with each other that's kind of our number one goal with making a with an album you know it's not really that that focus on the radio single so much um you know i mean we're trying to write great songs you know and great songs sometimes are radio singles but um yeah it's really about the full the full arc and narrative of the album do you when you put out the first five songs is it because you cannot wait any longer to hold off on all of the songs is it too exciting or is there a thought process in that um it's it's just kind of a interesting way to to roll it out you know you give you give people this kind of initial offering and um the majority of the songs are, are the ones that were held back um i don't know it's just kind of it's i guess it's a more a little more of a modern trend i think in in releasing music um but 
seems to be working. It, it, it is working. And last night was so much fun. And John Party came out. And oh my Lord, the song is great. Everybody went, everybody went crazy. Can we ask, what were you thinking? What were you drinking when that song? Like, how do you guys become friends it, with John it, Party? You went on tour. Is that tour? a song? What were you thinking? What were you drinking? It kind of sounds. Where were like you? It, what yeah. were you thinking? We, it was. We, we might, if we write it, we'll give you co uh, co writing credit. I um, would. I would love it because that's how we start asking about the what, whole behind the song. What we were thinking. Um, hard to translate. Um, hard to process. To be honest, with you. it's it was uh, really surreal. I think last night was one of the biggest moments for our career and um, the timing of it all. Mm-hmm. Coming up, essentially Midland, really not having a lot of new stuff at radio for a long time and, and coming through the pandemic, um, and to release this, you all right? Um, <laughs> to release this music that essentially is kind of like, you know, Jess Cam and I's love song to our influences and our heroes. Yeah. And that's what you're hearing on this. But speaking of that, to have, you know, a f- friend like John party come out and do the song long neck way to go, um, to share that with John. It was, just it's just so much better with friends you know i mean we're a band and we we share everything so john feels kind of like a you know like a fourth member of midland so we're still processing i mean it was people that weren't there if you could watch it on youtube i mean it was um it was massive it was it was that um you know you're you're kind of rolling stones beatles moment It, it it just felt I want to say epic. Yeah. I want to say epic, but I know that word gets overused a lot. But I would agree because I was in in this uh, in this uh, context. Um, it's 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 a pretty majestic place. You know, you have the mountains, and uh, it's very expansive out here. You got a lot of dust in the air, yeah, um, which is tough as a singer, but it makes for a hell of a sunset. And to be on the stage at the sunset set to me is the best uh, slot you can get in a festival. Um, yeah. I would way rather play the set we played last night than to be honest with you, than to be the headliner. Right. <laughs> so right. <laughs> we kind of got, um, we kind of, uh, all of our wishes were kind of granted last night. That's what it felt like. Doesn't it feel good though? Cause that song is so new that it was so well received. Cause uh, right. Yeah, like, is that, yeah. I feel like that's not typically normal for a lot of artists when you're playing brand new music, way. right? <laughs> you know, you remember, you know, Led Zeppelin rolled out stairway to heaven before they released Led Zeppelin four and people booed them. So, um, <laughs> it could go either way. I, I feel like this is kind of undeniable though. Cause the energy of the song, um, We've been playing it now for like the last couple of weeks out live and it's been getting such a great reaction. Um, it feels like a song that has been around for a long time, like you know, in the ether, yeah. I, I, I would like, 100% what thinking, agree. What were you drinking? Like how has that not been written before? I don't know, but, the, but I usually ask, where were you? Cause I always want to know, were you in a car when you thought of the idea? Were you like driving? Were you in a room? Well, we like, were zoom writing. Uh, we were lucky to, records. we were lucky to write with Red Akins with the uh, Thomas Rhett's uh, dad. Yeah. Rhett is a and Ashley Gorley and Ashley Gorley. But, uh, but in this case, I do believe that it was, it was Rhett that had, um, long neck way to go. He had the, yeah. he had the hook and he had the melody and, and the progression and, um, he's a friggin' force. That yeah. Guy. So, yeah. And it was cool. And it was awesome to get a, also be on the night with, with Thomas Rhett, who's the headliner. And, and, you know, Thomas took us out on, on tour and to watch, you know, TR's rise. And, and I think it's really interesting too, uh, TR's returning to his roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, to watch his, you know, 
uh, maturation and, and where he's kind of going. And I, I think we're kind of in um, similar arcs, okay. you know, yeah. becoming dads and, and uh, you know, I guess maturing a little bit. Although it doesn't look like yeah. it as I'm having a Bud Light and it's uh it's twelve thirty and I'm already pretty buzzed. Yeah, you're like dads <laughs> literally oh, dads that's what drink. they do. So that's like can, normal. Man. Shout out to our dads. I well, like, my you dad need, certainly did. You need a lawnmower right next to you, and I feel like it would be more natural and fine. <laughs> a cigar. Yeah. I love it. Um I wanna compliment you guys on your podcast because I find this to be a great Which one? What I didn't know you had wait a second. Well, we I have didn't... one podcast and one digital radio show. Okay, so, so you like said it straight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You. So the one, and I was talking to like one of your managers, and and he was like, I produced it. I was like, this is a great piece of audio. You guys do an amazing job. Like it's really, really. I just find it to be really, really good. What is your favorite episode? Do you have a favorite that you're like? What is this your favorite? Very set it best. straight. The podcast yes. that you can find season one or season two. Season one or season two. Mine might be a, a tie between Garth Brooks and Matthew McConaughey. They're both great for different reasons. This is season two, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, McConaughey, you know, we'd all just read his, his book, and there's so many nuggets of wisdom in there. Um, he's such an intelligent guy, and he really brings it when, when you talk to him. Like, he just, he is, like, zeroed in. His energy level, it's crazy. And so is, and so is Garth. And, this, and the story we got to tell with, with Garth, too, is just like... The 28-hour... What is it? 28 it, hours he signed autographs? 23. 23. Yeah. Okay. Without taking I mean, a bathroom break. Yeah. <laughs> Jess can't go for 10 minutes without taking a bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did just slam uh, four bottles of water, like, back-to-back once I got here. It so. goes pretty quick. Um, yeah. one, one of my favorites was, uh, was with Darius Rucker. Um, he's another guy that's uh, ran, um, has been running our flag uh, since the beginning. And, and yeah. And that's the one where he, everybody told him not yeah, to go. Yeah, everybody's country. like, you, you'll you never, you know, you don't belong here. And he was like, okay, <laughs> right. this is this is who I am. This is what I am. And, and it's, a, it's a really inspiring story. And it's, you know, uh, again, we got to have, not just uh, our heroes, but now we're fortunate enough to call a lot of these people our, our friends, especially um, Cameron and Matthew McConaughey. Are like they're like inseparable. Basically, the same guys. That's insane. Really? Yeah, we're inseparable friends. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Finish each we other's sentences. Yeah. And, yeah. That's adorable. Can I ask cool. you guys a weird question that I asked you a long time ago when we my very first interview with you? And my co-host Rob was with me, and his face looked like it was about to explode because he was like, "I can't, please stop." But it's a very serious question. Oh boy. Um, so there's three of you and there are three chipmunks look and I want to know, look at the I can see Cameron like, oh, the pays. Like, no, I'm, I'm not not a good Wh- who is Elvin? Who is Simon? And who is Theodore? Okay. That's a know. really good question. <laughs> I don't know the difference between the chipmunks. Okay. So, so the bad boy was Alvin. He's the troublemaker. Okay. Theodore was the tall one. You're the no, no. Simon was, Simon the, tall was the tall one. nerdy one. Very smart, analytical. And and Theodore, Theodore was the kind of chunkier, little, chunky, like, wimpy one. Love, lovable, lovable. Yes. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. Theodore. You're the Theodore of the <laughs> yeah, group. I'm the Theodore of the group. Who's Which the one? troublemaker? That why do I pick you as the troublemaker? Cameron's Elvin. I guess I'm Elvin. Yeah, because he was the youngest one too. I think. Yeah. And then yes. Jess is, uh, Jess is Simon. Simon. That was actually is easy. this kind of tracks. 
Uh, Here's what's funny is like years ago when we first interviewed you, you guys argued over who was going to be Theodore. <laughs> like literally, there was a, a like an argument. I must I must have been arguing for argument's sake because I don't know anything about the chipmunks. Um, it was great. Theodore is like the lovable. Everyone wants to be Theodore, but he's because, also really hungry all the time. Well, and you guys argue about who's hungry. Well, I don't know. I was was Theodore. Alvin <laughs> reminds me actually. Uh, he's kind of like a little just blonde bad boy. Mark, you and can't be Alvin. Like though. he reminds me a little bit. Mark of takes me, his you know. hat off to show that he's. Now blonde. He's like, blonde well, wait a second. I just want T.J. Osborne to know that he inspired me to to bleach my hair. Oh, that's where it, it looks came good. From. Yeah, it looks. Can I ask you another question? I wish Rob was here because Rob. I do too. Do you remember? You know what Rob looks yeah, like? He's a yeah. gorgeous specimen. It's a gorgeous specimen of a human. He looks like a Ken doll. But I feel like <laughs> a lot of times, what he looks like. Sometimes people can't get past it to find out like who he is or what he's about or what he does. Does this? You guys have a similar it's kind a of lot situation. Like when people going? look at Jess and they just they it can't see past his muscle, his muscly physique, and um, <laughs> I just mean know, no one in the fact feels that like that around me. I can tell you that. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I think all three of you, you guys have a certain aesthetic, and I want to know if. It is. Do you feel like it's a gateway so to your music it's a when desperate people cry see, for or help. do you think sometimes people are like, "This is what they look like"? You get preconceived notions. Which um, way do you think it goes? Both. Both. Yeah. Do you feel it? Or is that like a thing? No, I mean, like it's it's just you. You get both. Some people look at a picture of us and they go, "Okay, I want to investigate what the, that music sounds like." Right. Some people look at it and they go. I don't want to investigate what that music sounds like. <laughs> I mean, if, if, you, you know, it. if you're an accountant, you dress up and put on your appropriate men's uniform warehouse, to be an your best men's yeah, warehouse you know? suit. I mean, and if you're a country sauce. rock star, then you should dress the part, have fun, yeah. like which is also men's warehouse. How, how, many, so. <laughs> how many careers or, or positions do you the just get to express yourself and, and just? Be weird. That's the, that's the, the funnest this, part. This is this is about it. Yeah, it's just about expression. It's just about having fun, and it's just about seeing uh, what without we never talk about it, but to see when somebody walks out of the back room before we go on stage, yeah. what they're wearing. Like, oh. And sometimes it causes a scramble. So wait, wait, wait. There's no and coordination. No zero. Oh, in fact, last night I was joking before we went on stage <laughs> that we were in three different bands. <laughs> We always say that uh, one of pilot, us is the grower, the grower one of us the is pilot. the smuggler, and one of us is the dealer. Yeah, that's what we. That's what we, that's it, it. It doesn't matter what we don't. We don't talk about it, but in one way or another, that's what it always looks like. <laughs> You're like, and here we, and here it works. And then you though. got Luke on stage we're, with his cut off yeah, sleeve. We're like and the eighteen. We look like the. Yeah, it's the you need to come out with that. Love dun, it when dun, a plan dun, dun. comes together. Ooh, you know? That could be cool. Yeah. Oh, a little A team. Yeah. So my phone, whenever you're I giving us gold today. I'm sorry, yeah. you're welcome. Uh, when my phone, when I plug pay. it into my car, it goes because the A team comes up A on the thing. A-team oh sure, song. yeah. And so the second I start driving, it's dun, 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 dun. Like, I'm like, hey, here I come. I'm I gotta coming. buy that song. So it's the, the first one that comes up. Dun, 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 now, oh, now I gotta hear it. No, that's a Magnum Pi. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually we should come out to Magnum Pi. No, dude. Where is my music? Is good because it's if I could have traveled back in time and had anybody's career, and just and, and God was like, "Hey, man, just be where I would have been." <laughs> this is good. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty good. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Dude. It's a great song. Okay, but is this Magnum? Oh my God! Remember when we got stuck in the uh, the what were we watching? Um, Night Rider. 
with the loop and it got stuck in. We started watching. Dad is the cinematographer for the new Magnum PI. What? Yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was gut wrenching for me because my dream, I if I could have been one guy, I would have been Magnum. Oh god! Like to go and film for eight <laughs> seasons. Okay, Night Riders. Oh, that's Night Rider. Dude, we got stuck in a Night Rider loop the other night. We started watching <laughs> it's episodes. So good. It was. Insane. It's so, we were, so good. We were crying. We watched the pilot. The pilot the, episode the, the, was the really pilot. compelling. Yeah, it was, it was really like good. super oh, the, deep. The, the one with the, the, really the one with the blind lady. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was so good, dude. <laughs> Remember the one with the, where he was ripping through the park and the and kit the car kills all those bad guys. Yeah. By like smashing doors. Damn. <laughs> Wait, David Hasselhoff, super popular in Europe. Is that? Yeah, Germany. Yeah, Germany. what is? The Hoff. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, are, here, you guys are going to Europe in a European tour? A European tour. Yeah. What are you <laughs> most excited wow, to see? Good. <laughs> um, what are you most excited to go? Like, I mean, do you get to travel when you're. What is this? It's a heck of a No, what's this? What's this? This one's way over the top. This, this is a full intro. Building. This is a long right. intro. Yeah. No. Yes, no. You know? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Miami Vice? Oh yeah. Yeah. Jan yeah. oh, Hammer, dude. Yeah. Remember, Jan remember Hammer, we watched dude. that video? Yeah. It's so outrageous. Yeah, he's, it's like outrageous. The, he's the antithesis to like a rock star. Like yeah. He's not like a. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, that's a good one. On, on that's a really good the one. The '80s actually. theme songs were amazing. They were really like, this like they still thing. are standing up the test Mash. of time. Mash is one of the all-time I mean, great. Oh my yeah, god, Mash yeah, is good too. Like they, people yeah. don't uh, now. It's all about the the visuals. It's all about the like whatever. Right. You know what's really good though is that song from Narcos. That intro. Oh, it's so good. I love that song. I don't know that Incredible. song. Narcos is like the best show. You know who had a great one was Mad Men too. Had an awesome theme. Mad Men was amazing as well. With the we f- with the drums. An album of us. We should do a show for some day and just do all. Like, I feel like this is a midland brainstorming session. Yeah, yeah and I'm pretty do, happy about it. We should do a tour of us just playing like Yana Hammer. Mm. That's good stuff. All right, before you did, I pull out Airwolf yet. Have we done Airwolf yet? (laughs) (laughs) No, you haven't. You have not. I need two more behind the songs from you because otherwise I'm going to get in trouble. Okay. Um, behind the song, where were you? What were you thinking? What were you drinking for burnout? And where were you? What were you thinking? What were you drinking for drinking problem? Uh, Exact same thing. Yeah, those were. um, You know, this is uh, this is how you know that you paid your dues in a, in a former life is that our first is this airwolf <laughs> yeah yeah airwolf is dope oh, too shuffle. yeah oh, they're yeah. all synth they're all so good it's everything like was so party. everything yeah. was so oh. just cocaine and yeah <laughs> it really was those guys and they were it. just making dynamite um we were out the very first time um we were not co-writers okay uh, i don't think i'd ever co-written until we went to nashville Okay. Um, for the very first time. And all of us are songwriters and we write yeah. a lot of stuff on our own. And for me, it was like really unsettling. I was like, what? what, what is, it, uncomfortable. Yeah. What is this? Like, yeah. this is such an intimate thing. Like, how do you I didn't express your feelings it. to a random person? And literally at the second co-write that we had was with Shane McAnally, mm-hmm. Josh Osborne. And we spent the first two hours having Corona's and just talking. 
oh. and talking about the music that we loved. And we very quickly realized that there was this kindred spirit and that these were two of the funniest guys we'd ever met. We had no idea how talented they were or, you know, what an incredible guitar player and, and uh, arranger and composer Josh Osborne in and, yeah. and, and, and what an amazing lyricist and um, kind of phrasing specialist Shane is. And Drinking Problem was was the first song that we wrote together. And it actually came what? together really, really fast. And okay. it's, not a, it's not a traditionally arranged song, you know, with... Um, with the post course and stuff like that's a really weird element, you know, okay. to do that. You know, they keep on talking. That's a full yeah. like, that's a full like R and B kind yeah. of thing. And then uh, we the next day, right? Mike, no, it was was it? Oh, the next it was day, the next yeah. day. We so we went back and so wrote days. the next day, if I can remember correctly. I, I have a terrible memory, but okay. this one I do remember. We went back and we wrote Burnout, which we just kind of took that vibe and that energy. And we all kind of knew the the mission. Everybody knew, like, we're writing the B-side to Drinking Problem. If this yeah. was back in the day, and we but just really said it, would, it yeah. would be Drinking Problem and Burnout. And they are sister songs. Um, and it, it all came from that, that, uh, that weird serendipitous, you know, just kind of um, session. Yeah. Where we were getting to know each other and fleshing each other out. And it was... You know, it must have been just like when Glenn Fry was listening to Jackson Brown work out, you know, Doctor My Eyes and yeah. over and over again. Like it just felt like like I wanna work with these guys. Like that you know works. I mean? like this there's there's a there's a synergy here that that makes sense and and now it's just become you know, it's it's just Cam and I, like we're the band, but we have our, our cast of of collaborators, I'd okay. say, of kind of characters that we that we work with a lot. Shane and Josh are, are, are yeah. on there. You know, we co they co-produced the album with Dan Huff and Red Akins. Um, you know, getting to add guys like Ashley Gorley, and you know, um, we've got our buddy Jonathan Terrell that you know Jess and Cam write with a lot. And um, the idea is just to keep finding. Um, kindred souls that mm -hmm. people that have a shared vision for the kind of music that you want to, you want to write. Cause ultimately you want to take the stage at suns at sunset yeah. on the main stage at stagecoach. And you want to play music that is meaningful to you. And then it translates to the crowd. And then, then it's like, okay, this is, a, magic. this is a great job. Yeah. This is, this is really cool. And yeah. uh, with Shane and Josh, it was just a sh an instant shorthand. It was really easy. Well, it was, it was so good last night, by the way. And I was like in the midst of the crowd. We're like, can I tell you that I happy. just kept looking at trying to make eye contact with Jess and Cameron and Jess and I made eye contact multiple times and kind of had the like, <laughs> and Cameron, I knew it was like focus, dude. I could not get Cameron you know to I was, lock eyes what were you with doing? me. Dude. I was thinking the entire time. I was trying to get I was Cameron's, locked in yeah. on the timing. I was looking at the stage clock. Yeah. Cameron was stage managing. I was. I was really worried. You were doing the business, and I was things. trying to actually not. In fact, at one point, I was like, "Please stop thinking about it. Don't right. obsess." Like, be but you were moment. caught up in the dream. I was. You're like, in the dream. You're living in like, the moment. Yeah. I, I, I was. Uh, I was kind of experiencing it and it was, it was actually a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and I will say it, it by no means is like my best performance. 
I would um, disagree. Well, it was good. I mean, it, it was, I it was emotional. Really uh, it was amazing. I, I, yeah. was trying. I was experiencing it with the crowd in real time. I and I kind of felt like music, I, fe- I felt like I was having an outer body thing. And I, I was, I felt like I was at a Midland show. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, am I, I'm a, I'm a fan too. Man, oh. these guys are good. <laughs> I was trying to have I'm that. I'm loving it. I was trying to have that macro thing, like looking at the actual horizon. He was macro dosing. Yeah. And the sky. <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> looking at the sunset, looking at, you know, just looking like all the way at the last, you know, Thinking about how far away the last people that you can see are, you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, just staring at the stage clock. <laughs> like stressing out the I whole time. We only got one more minute. All right, I'm going to play one more song. We're going to, because you were playing. <laughs> I just want to leave you with the song that Rob and I. Uh, All right, well, I, I'm going to, I actually just had a, another song that I'm going to play for you guys. So you play that you one know, and then I'll You play know that it. your Midwest accent is never more so uh, prominent. tellable than when you say Rob? Rob. 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 Yeah. All go, right, go. I'm going to leave you this. Uh, we discovered this. I feel like you guys... Sounds like Rick James. Is this Rick James? It's not. It's a theme song. It's Luke Million. Listen, we discovered it by typing... From there, okay? I mean, doesn't every search start with that? This is how we start. Just what give year it a minute. Is this? What year is it? Uh, definitely 1982 with a I'm bunch of a bunch of what? cover. Oh, it's from. Is this from? Um, uh, what was the Arnold Doc? Pumping Iron. Is this, is this the, song from that's Pumping a theme Iron? song from Pumping Iron. Then. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, let me play you this one. Listen. Sh- shout out to Arnold's talks in this whole thing. But oh, it, ta- it takes this, a minute. This, this is from Pumping Iron. So it this is, is from Pumping this Iron. Is from, can you imagine how incredible it is? Like when I'm on stage, it's like I'm coming all the time. I'm, goes, when I'm off stage, it's like does. I'm coming. And it's when like I'm on stage, I'm like, yeah. He goes, he goes down and up, yeah. down and up, and I'm like, we should be working out right now. This uh, is Arnold's the, best, the best. They should, they should, California should let Arnold come back and be the governor again, and it, I, and they should make an exception and and, and let Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger be our president. I, That's what I would say. So for, I swear to God. I like he's very positive. When we all lived in California, Arnold was our governor for eight years, and I thought he was the best. Um, I went to church, Catholic church Uh in Santa Monica for Easter, and I had my my whole family come and visit me. Yeah. I lived in a trailer, so my family didn't come and actually visit me. They met me at the church. And... uh, and my dad's from Poland, and and, and uh, Arnold's from Austria. Right, that's very yeah. And my dad's a huge fan of his, and uh, my dad actually used to be a bodybuilder back in the day. Really? In the eighties, yeah, he was like, yeah, did those things. Buff. And a uh, big dude back in the day, and uh, we were sitting in the back of the church. There was a, and Arnold walked in. And my dad immediately, Arnold like was walking in with the security. My dad immediately grabbed and shook his hand, and they security grabbed my. <laughs> Dad, no. of course, dude. He had like a secret, his secret service detail, and Arnold, you know, put his hand on the security guys. Did he say like nine or something, and or the, like the priest is giving this the the Easter sermon, and my dad is talking at full volume, voice to Arnold <laughs> for like five minutes, and it was so awkward that I actually walked. I had to walk outside. You were embarrassed. And now, like, I'm, I'm so happy. Because uh, it's a great story. It's a great story, but listen to this. This is just goes to show you, your parents will embarrass you at no matter what age. What is it? Yes. You know it? Hold on. Watch. 
Dude, just a bunch of a uh, bunch of uh, cartoon bears taking drugs to like bounce around and go <laughs> crazy. <laughs> no, I love them. They were great. Gummy bears are good, but nothing was better than Tailspin. Tailspin was the best. Oh, Tailspin was good. Yeah. Tailspin was the best. That's a, that's good. We've covered a lot today. Yeah, a lot. I feel like too we've much. covered a lot. Too much. This has been this has been a wonderful album takeover. <laughs> Jess is spinning middle It's going to be some significant editing, but it'll be it'll be wonderful. This is the fourth time I've heard Jess uh, playing Long Neck Way to Go. <laughs> He's so he loves it. I have no recollection. We of the last said it all. We said We're it all. good. I think we did it. All right. Great. Thanks for listening to the Rob and Holly Show podcast. Follow us at Robin Holly Show and listen weeknights on Odyssey Country and the free Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.